Refocus. You're listening to Refocus. Oh, Sahad out. So I turned off Sahad out. Now y'all mm. staying fresh. Chili. Mm, I'm not staying that fresh. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I have started. Do you wear deodorant? I do. It's it's a natural deodorant called Native. Have Ooh, you where do you get it from? Well, I used to get it on like order online, but apparently I think they sell it at Target as of recently. Oh my goodness. But it's like twelve dollars a stick. Damn. Yeah, it's expensive. That's a big thing. But it doesn't days. have all that aluminum and it burns like hell when you put it on after <gasps> you've shaved. But that's how you know it's working. <laughs> yes, we would do you use deodorant you know it's working. <laughs> yes, I do. You do? Do you wear deodorant? Oh, off, often. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. I know lots of people who don't use deodorant, no. though. So. I, I, no, I, I don't I, use deodorant. I have to have it. Do you? Can you still eat garlic and all the other things? I do. Because when I eat that stuff, I just, well, no, I don't ever, it just yeah, I don't ever know pours, you don't like wear it. You must be one of those people that don't. Me and Bruce Bowie were just having this conversation because he doesn't wear it either. And he said it must be, gen- no, he had, a, he had an article of some kind that said uh, some people just don't need it. And I got to be honest with you, since I stopped wearing it a couple of years back, I just, no one's ever told me I smell or anything. I don't actually mind that smell. This is what I think. Well, I don't know. No, no, no. In a crowded room, sometimes it puts a damper on. Let me just tell you, this is what I think. So, so, so I put other stuff under my arms, like some maybe some uh, oil mix or Mm -hmm. different perfumes and stuff. Mm -hmm. What granola? What are you talking about? Yes, I rub oats in my pits. What do you put under your arms? But let me just say. Someone the other day was like, what if you start smelling? I was like, what if I start to smell? I must be doing something arduous. So I, I probably have earned that stink. Listen, sometimes it just happens to people. Oh. I'm with Chelly, though. Like, that smell really does not bother me. Sometimes. I kind of oh, like it. A slight it. musk, and you I mean? It. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I don't either. mind it. Oh, there's Except a slight musk, and there's out and out B.O. No, that's yeah. awful. No, we can't. We can't. There's I also a difference, like, when you're sweating because you're nervous. And sweating because you're doing something arduous, like you mm. mentioned. No, I'm saying, I'm saying like, if, when, I've, like mm, when I have been working all day, I'm sure I come home, because I work with my hands mm-hmm. and on my feet, and I'm sure I come home, and I don't smell as fresh as when I left, but so I shower every day, so I can't, I just don't yeah. believe I could possibly well, smell well, that me, bad. Help me mm. understand, the, it's, it, what, why do people not want to wear it? What is it? Does it make you feel bad? Does it... Feel like it clogs I, your pores. I or? don't wear it because a there's lots of different things in deodorant that mm-hmm. uh, uh, that they don't have any studies about like aluminum and stuff like that. I don't want to put that on my skin, uh, but also I have sensitive skin, so some deodorants make like inflame my. Oh, I understand. That. I just it got to the point. So uh, what is it called? Um, what is the one where the, with, the, with the the red the red one? Old Spice. Old Spice. <laughs> old Spice every, oh, that's... Nobody wears Old Spice. Every different brand of Old Spice pretty old much... Old men wear Old Spice. ...irritates and burns my skin. And lesbians. And les- oh, lesbians like the Old Spice? No, no. Yeah. Old Spice is back in because they have all these like fancy smells. Oh, I know, but it's still... And the commercials are really fun, too. And they had the guy. They the hot guy on there. Yeah. Right. But it inflamed, Look at me. Uh, I'm makes, on a horse. It makes right. me irritable and stuff like that. And so a couple of years back, I was like, why do I even wear this? Mm. I don't ever smell well, Wasn't there this stuff. rock or this crystal you could yeah, the crystal. Yeah. I, people, I don't think that works well. I, I, I saw that once. I don't. Don't talk about about crystals. Someone will light a candle for us or something. I mean, no, crystals are fine. You're rub, fine. You're you validated. Rub, you rub this big rock under your arm. It's supposed to help with all that stuff. Well, I think it's linked maybe to breast cancer, like the 
the chemicals oh, and stuff yeah. that are um, oh, you know, my in deodorants. And I love my breasts. I don't want to give them cancer. And I don't know if you've ever <laughs> noticed, but um, but men's deodorant has has a lot less of that aluminum in it than women's. I think so, yeah. That's my well, secret. And women, I guess it's that's just, the real like secret, is can't it? have a woman. Uh, I, I guess. feel like women don't even smell that bad. That boggles mm. my... Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, about uh, that. Oh, <laughs> hi, I'm Goldie G. Hi, I'm Alice Wormland, and we're trying to stay cool in hot weather. <laughs> hi, you're listening to Refocus, and today our guest on our 18th episode, the end of our yearly season. Oh, my God. Can you believe it's been a year? And how it has flown by. It's drunk by, you're correct, correct about that. We, our two guests today happen to be our uh, producer for the past year, Dana. Hi. Dana! Dana! Hey. And our uh, new producer, Chelly. Chelly! Sweet Chelly. Has anyone ever sang your name? What now? Has anyone ever sang your name to you? Just now? Yeah. I think that might be the first time in my entire life. Oh my goodness. Wow, that wasn't <laughs> well, even good. Now we'll do it every time we see you. Chelly. Maybe a few lovers over the I years. Maybe a few lovers. A few lovers? A few lovers. You had some lovers? A few. Uh, a string of them. <laughs> a smorgasbord. A string. A very I long list. Oh, my goodness. I mean, hell, I, 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 I would be on, I'd be on that list. Mm-hmm. Who do you think at the table has had the most lovers? I think it's probably Chelly. Probably Chelly. Honestly, it's probably not. Because I... I feel like I'm very Well, it picky. hasn't been me, I can tell you that. I think it might be you, to be honest with you. I don't know. Oh, what love? What's that mean, lover, actually? Uh, <laughs> you know, I had this great debate with a guy one time. He told a bunch of people we had hooked up. And mm. I was like, we didn't hook up, we made out. He said, that's hooking up. I was like, oh, no. that, if that's hooking up, my list has expanded. Well, yeah. good Lord. <laughs> As I used to say, uh, <laughs> a long time ago... Uh, that someone who was uh, of the old Southern saying they did if someone was a loose person they didn't have the morals of a yellow dog. What does that oh, mean? I what? Just, you, I said, oh, you never heard that? Oh, that? She don't have the morals of a yellow dog. What does a yellow dog have to do with it? I don't. Why Paul, yellow? Yeah. I don't know, Paul. Yellow they dog. They shot old yeller. So no, oh, is that the point? Maybe it's like an old I don't yellow. Know. Like he, I just it's heard a it rabbit dog. No, I know the same. It's honey, probably just like a, a stray dog. You know, a lot yeah. of, you know, not a very yellow dog. judicious in there. So you know those little, you know those little dogs that you know we give out in the country. Give it up to anything. That walk <laughs> it by. sounds like they're targeting yellow dogs over other classes. Well, how many yellow dogs do you dogs? know? I mean, come on, Nathan. He's not. Out, no. <laughs> anyway, I say if that's the case, if making out was considered hooking up, well, kick me out of the yard. Mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm the yellow dog. Yeah, really. Your your list just went up exponentially. Ooh, wow. Well, Jelly um, and Dana, mm-hmm. uh, it has been a whirlwind year for us personally since last August when we started this thing. Oh my goodness, yeah. Really We've interviewed and talked to so many different people. Uh, Dana, what was your favorite interview that we did this year? Oh, wow. That's a really difficult question to answer. Um, I, I've really enjoyed a lot of the episodes for a lot of different reasons, but I think... Uh, maybe my favorite was when we had uh, Camille and Bianca on. When we did the election yes, night the election episode. Night, yeah. Last yeah. Episode. And I think it was honestly just, and I, we've had this conversation before, just the outpouring of emotion, I think. There was a lot of emotion. A lot of emotion. Um, and I think, you know, my favorite episodes, and we had uh, Miss Maud on recently. Oh, I love um, that. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Just, the, just seeing how, you know, being a part of something greater than us. Mm. Um, 
has really impacted so many people on such a like a visceral level. Yeah. I, uh, to that point where you talk about Miss Mod, mm-hmm. I uh, that interview because I've listened. I don't often listen to these. To their like, I, I might listen to a little bit of it and then move on. Yeah. yeah just because yeah. listening to yourself is weird, but uh, uh-huh. the Miss Mod episode I listened to quite a few times just because uh, everything that. She, Every weight of what she had to say and the vibrations in her voice, and you could tell that she's getting emotional about mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I just, you could tell how much it meant to her to be a part of not only that podcast, but be a part of the experience of what she put forward and what mm-hmm. she was being honored for. And I just, mm-hmm. I, I do love that interview. I was so grateful to be a part of that. It's one of my favorites. It was. And I think that the two of you also do such a phenomenal job of, of, of sort of hitting at the, the, the pulse of whatever it is that your guests. You know, what they might be feeling or what they're into. Um, and I think just the chemistry that you've had with all of your guests has been amazing. Um, but those are my favorite interviews for those reasons. It's just... It's a good thing know. we can hit the pulse of I know. The interviews. The I pulse. can't even feel mine sometimes. Oh. Oh. I mean, no, I, I, I was kind of partial to the episode that me and Robin were on. Oh, Shelly. Shelly, have you listened to all the episodes? You, I mean, I, I know that you're... Uh, I try to keep up every week, but I think there's one or two that I haven't listen to do you have a favorite other than one that you were on with uh robin i like the one um with a news reporter what is Kanji. 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 Yeah. i really liked that one i thought she was great she was okay. i liked her inter- i liked her energy I, and i don't really know a lot about her I mean, i've seen her sort of on the screen but i didn't know a lot about her and i thought she was really great oh, she's fabulous yeah uh dana mm-hmm. i in the in the last year i know that um so much has happened uh, for you, I, and I just want people out there in the the ether to know that like we have met several times in the last year uh, on this like surface level where we get together, we have a couple drinks or we have coffee or whatever we're consuming at whatever time of day that we're recording. These. I think it's been we've been increasingly more intoxicated yeah, as, yes, the, yeah. as the episodes. Yeah. Are, yeah. You know, it's not surprising. You know, it should happen. It's a natural lubricant. That's oh, awesome. I love it. But. Um, uh, we we know each other on this uh, level where we've had these deep conversations with one another, but we don't know each other very well outside of here. Mm-hmm. But I know that your life is constantly changing. That's one of the reasons why you're not our producer going forward. Correct. Um, uh, what is uh, what are you going to miss about doing this project, and, and what could you explain how this project fit into your life in the past year? So okay. Um... Uh, as many of you listening uh, might know, and I don't know if really any of you know the extent of this, how I came to be part of the Focus family. Sure. Um, so I was recently a graduate student at the University of Memphis in the mm-hmm. Department of Journalism and Strategic Media, mm-hmm. um, and I have recently completed that master's degree. Um, but in the process of completing that degree, I wanted to have more hands-on experience with actual media. That's not my background. So I taught English before that, and I worked as a copywriter before um, but I worked with a magazine and I, and I chose this magazine specifically. And I, I had a lot of passion for this because I mean, honestly, and we just interviewed Rico for the last episode, but his energy for giving back to the community that's done so much for him was so infectious. And this is really what I wanted to spend my energy working with. And so meeting some of the people that I met um, in the course of interviewing for the magazine, writing the articles, um, podcasting has been something that I've always wanted to do. And so I pitched to Rico. I'm like, look, this is sort of the cornerstone of my master's program. I want to do a podcast. I've never done it before. Um, I have some experience with radio advertising, but not like 
actual content creation yeah. like this. So let me see what I can do. And so he mentioned he knew the two of you. Um, I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, but this is, this you is are. sort of how I, how I came yeah. you know into this, that I wanted to do a podcast and he had interest in having a podcast. Um, I think what I pitched at first was just some very dry storytelling sort of thing. He's like, no, 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 no. I have some talent. He's like, let's meet at Alchemy. I want to introduce. Let me introduce you to the talent. Oh God, I was that's like, his oh. go-to meeting place. Yeah, he's like, let me introduce you to the to the talent. I was like, oh, there's talent. Oh, you yeah. hand selected this talent. Okay, well, let's, so I was little nervous mind, as fuck. I, I had to pregame it. I was so nervous. Was like, Were you I really? Oh yeah. I was like, I don't know who he has for this. Oh, and oh. so I was already like like three sheets to the wind when I got there. Took an Uber. It's okay. <laughs> but um, but no, I showed up and I was just, when I met the two of you, I was like, oh, hell yes. This is going to be so much fun. Oh. I was, I was like from like the word go. I was so into this and I, you know. How is, uh, do, what did, did you learn anything about, uh, I don't want to know what you learned about doing a podcast because people who are listening, uh, they don't care how a podcast gets made. They just care that one gets made. Mm-hmm. But did you learn anything about. Did you learn anything outside of the podcast being a part of this particular podcast? Yes, actually. Um, and so we've, and I've had this conversation uh, with Rico and maybe with the two of you, um, from a socio-political mm-hmm. standpoint. Oh. Um, That's right. So I am, and, and this is, you know, you all know this, and I think a lot of people listening may also know this, as a straight woman, um, occupying some space that is not really meant for me learning how to negotiate i guess the 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 birth between my identity and the identity of the 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 audience that i'm attempting to serve here um and learning to step back and not put my voice into things and to 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 make this truly a platform for you know people people who need it right so that's been um a huge learning experience for me. Um, uh, Do you think that when you move off to the next thing Mm -hmm. that uh, you'll want to do podcasts again? Um, I already have, that's, that's already sort of where I'm, where I'm headed. Um, wonderful. You yeah. should. Got the set up. Might as well do it. So yeah, what I'll probably return to more of a like scripted, like enterprise journalistic sort of, sort of thing. Um, Will you be in front or behind the, the microphone? Both. Um, ah. yeah. So that's, I already have, I started, um, some work with, I mean, of course this is like super nerdy, boring stuff, but like genealogy and like DNA testing and that sort of thing. I already have some interviews lined up for, for things like that. And then of course I'm going to continue teaching the class that I taught as a graduate assistant. They've hired me as adjunct faculty, um, for this media grammar course. So I've decided Where that at? Uh, University of Memphis, oh, I'll so be you'll... teaching it online. Oh wow! Yeah. So, but what I've decided to do with their blessing is, uh, put a little podcast together. So Yay! it was like, it'd be kind of a nerdy that's little cool. grammar podcast, but a grammar well, podcast. No, but I think that sounds fun. I love grammar. <laughs> right. In spite that of what I do too. Fabulous. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I, I do. Love. I love grammar. Well, I love you. I always loved English. I loved to, I could diagram sentences in my sleep. Yes. I just love it. Have you learned anything from doing this podcast? Well, I learned what a podcast was. Yes, you didn't know at the beginning. <laughs> my goodness. 
And I've learned that uh, I've listened to other podcasts, actually, and I'd never done that. Um, I'd never even, you know, listened to one. But I did. I did learn. I learned that um, um, the whole fact of I, 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 I thought. I guess I learned that there, there's a whole audience out there for this, and I didn't. I'm like, nobody's gonna listen to this. Nobody's gonna. Are you kidding? But I am constantly amazed. Even just the other day at a party, how many people came up and said that they enjoyed it and please don't keep doing it. Oh, I love that. And uh, and, and they actually mentioned certain things in some episodes. I'm like, oh, you do listen. Oh, that's you actually cool. listen awesome. to the episode. I hope I remember. Um, but anyway, no, I, I've learned that. And it's been a wonderful experience working with um, uh, all you folks. And, and Dana has been a dream. Um, she's never ever has been. <laughs> y'all can't do that. Y'all stop that. You don't do that. I was surprised at how creatively free this experience was. Right. I thought there'd be more restrictions. Personally, I don't know if that's a learning curve, but it. Well, it uh, seems. Experience, uh, Dana, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, it seemed like we started off maybe thinking that we would have some parameters, and then we've organically gotten rid of. This and that, and the other thing, it's turned more conversational. And, and don't get me wrong, I don't mind. Ba- I don't mind yeah. limits. I don't mind uh, scripts. We've, we've also played around with our structure. I don't mind rules and we have. limitations. And I think also just watching the both of you. I don't know, I guess develop your own journalistic chops. Like yeah. the way that you interview people, you know what to ask, you know how to elicit those responses. Goldie's just nosy. <laughs> <laughs> but that She's just naturally nosy. Awesome. Yeah. It was Natural so funny nosy. when we had Kanji on and at the end of it, she was like, well, you're a lot nicer than my producer. Mm-hmm. You know, this yeah. person would be saying all this stuff. And I was like, I don't know whether to interpret that as like, it's a real compliment or like, you really suck at this. Um, but like I've mentioned before, it's, it's, it is, you know, I feel that the two of you have such good chemistry, such a good rapport with all of your guests that you've had on that it's just, I'm just making sure that there's not like audio being blown out. So I'm anything. supposed to be nice. That's part yeah. of it. Yeah. I, no, no, we no. don't want, we don't want you to be nice. Be you. No. I think that a good producer knows no. intuitionally like what's going on, how the conversation's going and when to direct it, when to lay off. I think she'll be like, uh, y'all bitches need to reel it in. Okay. First of all, <laughs> focus would never talk about that. Cut that now. <laughs> Chelly, is there something that uh, you're excited about learning about in the podcast world? I mean, have you been interested in podcasts before? Um, I mean, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've always been really interested in it. Um, but honestly, I think kind of like maybe what Dana would say is that I think that y'all are really fun to hang out with. And it's really, I mean, you know, it's just an enjoyable experience. Like, you know, mm. I, I, I've had to sit in on several um, episodes, you know, not really doing anything, but just kind of observing and, mm-hmm. and hanging out. And it's a blast. So I'm excited by actually being part of the process coming up. Do you have um, any ideas and, 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 and expectations for what you want us to do? You, you think you'll yeah. change? As some lesbian yeah. guests on the show. No, oh, we do need, some, we do need some more uh, lesbitarians. I, I, do. I think so. I think so. Um, I yeah. think so. That's a, 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 We haven't covered that market, have we? We had, we had two on. Oh, that's right. Jennifer and Vanessa. Jennifer and Vanessa. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I don't think I, I heard that episode. That was, it was, it was, it was episode five. Performance Health Pride. Yeah. Okay. It was episode right, five. I forgot about them. 
Or episode six. It was right here. I forget their last name. Ray Rico Freelance. They are. I forget. They're just they're just Jennifer but, and Vanessa. But to be honest with you, they might have been the last ones. We've interviewed some straight women after that, but never mm-hmm. lesbians again. Oh my goodness! Well, we have to work on that. And I like we like a lesbian. Mm-hmm. We can have some Melissa Etheridge music and all that. It'll be great. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna really dive into it. We could, <laughs> that's so we mean. could change to domestic that's so beer. Mean. That's so mean. <laughs> Shelly is literally <laughs> drinking a Coors Light right now. <laughs> I don't mean that. That's so funny. But it's, you know. Uh, the truth is the truth. I, don't know. I mean, we'll have to learn arm hair braiding, won't we? Oh. Under arm hair braiding. Will you teach us, will you teach us how I'm to shotgun a beer? Mike, I know you know how to. Shotgun a beer, I do. Know. You know how to braid hair. <laughs> I can French braid your arm hair for you. Oh, French braid. You know, fried. I don't know how to braid. I can't braid my own hair. I can't oh, braid. I'll teach you. Your hair has gotten so long, by the way, Chelsea. No one ever told me how to braid my hair. Is it naturally curly? It Beautiful. is, yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. People pay for that. Serious now, hair Chelly, how much would you charge for that? Uh, to curl her hair yeah. like that? Uh, if it was straight. It's just frizzy right now because I washed it last night. When you, when I wash it, I don't like it for a couple of days. But. <laughs> You're looking at a $60 service, man. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure. I'll try to, I wonder about these things. Hair fascinates me. Um, uh, that's pre-tip. As I've gotten older, it's um, gotten more curly now Chelly what is your background I don't know where you come where where'd you come from oh my god um I'm from Louisiana I'm from Shreveport but I came up to Memphis back in 2002 to go to Rhodes um but I moved away for a while to go to graduate school I was in New York five or six years now I had just gone through a breakup in Nashville Mm -hmm. and was moving back to Memphis with my tail between my legs when (laughs) when Rico gave me this job so what were you doing in Nashville just moving there with for someone with someone. But your job background is. Um. Well, I'm finishing my. I'm trying to finish my PhD in anthropology right now. Damn. So, oh, yeah. um, supposed to graduate. Oh, Margaret Mead. Supposed to graduate. <laughs> um, this fall, if I can get all my dissertation finished. So I'm trying to get there. Oh my goodness. Um, but I'm also working here too. So it's I'm trying to balance everything. Sure. Out. That's um, what do you want to do with your PhD once you have acquired it? Well, I mean, I have taught. Um, I taught at the new school in New York where I went, and then I taught um, at the University of Memphis in the anthropology department. But um, I'm not totally sure that's what I want to do. You know, Dr. Fennerman. Um, yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's hilarious. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm just so I just want to finish the degree. It's been hanging over my head for a better part of almost a decade. So, so you don't think finishing it will change the trajectory of what you've got going on? I think it will. Oh, you think? Yeah, so? I think, yeah, so. I think so. I'm gonna start thinking about coastal areas or in my view. Have you, you know. have, have you ever wanted to be a part of a podcast before? I have, but you know, I'm so scattered in that I just love so many different things. It's hard for me to really focus. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's been nice to have this kind of, you know, you know, kind of drop in my lap. And it's obviously something that's really important to me, being gay myself, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think that uh, being... Uh, and with respect to Dana, do you think that being a queer person will change the way in which you produce this show? I think yes, but I don't think necessarily like for the better. You know, I know that like Dana has so much more technical knowledge and knowledge about journalism and those sorts of things. And I think that maybe hopefully I'll bring um, some new kind of like topics or some other areas that we haven't yet explored like lesbianicness you know? yes all <laughs> anthropology i mean i'm we're basically doing this podcast to get me dates right that's what that's we're doing. what i think oh, that I hope sounds so. like fun to me honey <laughs> yeah. i think you're doing pretty good aren't okay. you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
that's really why I'm here. So our guests are going to be potential. It's mm. like my Tinder matches will be our guests. <laughs> That'll be you, you'll. Be, that's how you make yourself the most interesting man in the world. You're like I actually uh, produce a podcast. Uh, would you like to be a, yeah. uh, a guest on it? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. 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 If you have something to say. Uh. Now, Dana, you're going to be in the dating pool out there in South Carolina. Are you not? <laughs> Um, maybe. No. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I'm just, you, you, is that something? You don't have to be that person, but is that something that excites you out there? What do you think? Not really. No. Um, we yeah, had, it's not exciting. It's no, really not. I mean we've had we've we've talked before. I know that I don't necessarily wear it on my sleeve, but I'm you know I'm 42 now, um, Chaos. and oh I just gosh. your life is over. It well no, it's not over. No. I'm just tired of bullshit. Hey man, I'm tired of bullshit. I think that no. happens. You can still date and be tired of bullshit. Trust me, that happens yeah. with age. Mm. You put up with a lot of stuff in your early years that you will not tolerate. When no, you I not. totally. And I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm 35. I turned 35 this year, and yeah. I mean, wow. y'all look so young. Um, yeah, I'm over bullshit, and there's lots of bullshit still out there. Yeah. Oh God, um. I hope I make it to 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, no, it's just I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean. There may or may not be irons in the fire. I'm just not. Ooh, I'm. I. I'm not. I don't care. I just. I have other things that I'd like to focus on. Focus. <laughs> focus. Focus. <laughs> um, my, you know, developing myself as a podcaster, I think, is sort of not to deflect your your question or avoid anything. But not, um, do you girl, ladies have any questions for us? Dana, do you get, we'll start. Dana, do you have any questions for us? Oh my gosh, um, I was not prepared for this. Yeah, I was not prepared for this either. Okay, so if I don't know, not limiting yourself to the the Memphis area, if you could interview anyone or have anyone on this show, who would it be and why? Oh my goodness, I've always thought I would know that answer. Patty Hearst. Patty Hearst. <laughs> Where did you go, really, and did it matter that much? Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised you know who she is. Uh, I'm watching Tales of the City. Right oh, now. oh, you watch. Oh, you're watching the new, the old the one from '93. Olympia de You know, I have to do have to say those books were absolutely. I read them all back many, 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 many years ago. We're talking about the Armistead Mop, Armistead Mop, and the Tales of the City series, mm-hmm. um, which um, actually, in um, my mind, was the first uh, um, gay. Uh, Main, I guess it was mainstream gay literature because everybody, other mm. folks were reading it. I mean, we, there was mm. literature mm. out there, but, you know, there was like um, Edmund White, I think, had written The Beautiful Room is Empty. And there were other things that you, that only gay people read, basically. Giovanni's or, Room. Right, Giovanni's Room or something like that. But then other folks picked up on Amherst um, uh, and So that to say, I would like to interview him and ask him. Because I would it, love that. Uh, I would like to interview him because uh, he's on the forefront right now with it being on Netflix and everything. But just the fact that um, he hits on so many wonderful things, not just um, he, he hits on uh, 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 trans uh, lives in mm-hmm. the series, which was written, written started in 1978, I believe, is when it started. And he hits on um, 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 bisexuality and, and and heterosexuality and drug abuse and it's everything. It's just uh, not. But but there is. A, I was just saying there is a wonderful letter that the character Michael Tolliver writes um, 
to his parents, um, basically saying, I don't apologize for what I am. And if you have a chance, anybody gets a chance to read that, you go, go find it. It's, uh, I, I forget which book it's, maybe in the, the second book, Further Tales of the City, it may be in that one. I don't know. Anyway, what I'm saying is that it's just absolutely, he calls his, and, and his, this was in the time which uh, people were losing their families because they mm-hmm. were coming out. And I know that still happens. Mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't happen as much, but I know it still happens. But he called his friends in San Francisco his logical family, not his bio, his logical family. Oh, that's awesome. And to me, that (laughs) I've had a, I I was fortunate to have a very understanding family, but I also had a tremendous logical family that that helped me uh, in my whole journey. But I just want to talk to him and say, tell me, I think you're amazing, Armistead. I think you're wonderful. I want to talk to you. I I'm think, sorry. I went on a tangent. I'm sorry. No, I, but to, to, I didn't I know how to answer that until you just answered it with what you just said. But uh, th- there are some, if I went down my Twitter feed, it would probably indicate people who I would like to interview. And uh, it's it's a wide range of like Lady Bunny. No, I, would, I love, I I love Lady just, Bunny. And, and, I've worked with her, you know. And people, <laughs> and people want to interview her and talk to her because she's hilarious. But also if you follow her and follow her social medias, she is a very nuanced public figure. One who has said some things that have, people have told her that she's canceled and that she's over and her career's over, but it still remains. And that she has a very nuanced opinion. And those kinds of people are the most interesting. Lady Bunny, to me, is the antithesis of like uh, a bunch of different opinions attacking one person. Mm-hmm. Like It is not that Lady Bunny... Uh, has a one straightforward I'm a white drag queen opinion. She has these nuanced opinions that probably only happen when you travel the world such as she has and cross-dress throughout the world as she has. And uh, the other people, like, uh, what's her name that um, got fired from the Today Show by Matt, before Matt Lauer did? Ann Curry. Ann Curry. I'm a big fan of Ann Curry's and uh, she's also someone who has traveled the world and has such yeah. a nuanced different opinion on how the world works. And you can see that based on her social medias. I also follow Griffin Barrows, who's a porn star. Uh, but And that's the first reason why I followed him. But the second reason that I kept following him and that he shows up so often in my news feed. He's the one with the beard. Yes, I love Griffin Barrows. I think there's only one with the beard. Yeah, it's just the one. <laughs> just that one. But he, uh, he also has a nuanced opinion online that I think is interesting and that you probably only get when you mm. bear all online and have people see you naked all the time. And he travels the world doing that. And those types of people, to me, who, uh, I think I said this already, is that their opinions seem to attack them from all sides and that they have to come up with these uh, it's like a light hitting a prism that their their opinions have to uh, hit them all at one time and narrow out. And I think that those types of people would be the most interesting to have in front of a oh, microphone. I, I, that's cool, yeah. My goodness. Lady Bunny would be a killer. Lady movie. Bunny, she's amazing. I heard O.J. Simpson just started a Twitter account. Oh, my God. Really? From prison? No, he's out. He's, yeah, out. he's out. Oh, he's out now. You didn't see yeah. that? It's a big old thing when he got and out. And I also that heard day. that Twitter was a new place to go look for porn. Oh, it, it's and it, it, I, how I found this out was I was on the Focus Mid South Twitter page, and I opened it up on my phone, and it was just like 
porn was just oh, happening right. in my well, feed. And well, I was like, how is this happening? And then I, I was with a friend, my friend Logan, and he was like, oh, yeah, this is like, this is, people aren't. Logan Toddy. Yeah. Shout out. Hi, Logan. Hi, Logan. And he was like, yes, this is where, like, go to Twitter for porn now, but, like, they have a lot less restrictions Wait, why than was Tumblr. there more porn on the Mid- Focus Mid-South account? No, it wasn't on our account. It was, like, on our feed. Oh. So, Someone who had the account before me was obviously following certain people. That's what I'm saying. People. That's what I'm saying. Somebody, somebody on the account <laughs> had to have followed those yes. people. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Not I. <laughs> who had this account before you? Oh. Um, it could have been. <laughs> it could have been. I put my money on that one. Uh-huh. That's what I'm thinking. He might want you to edit that part out. Uh, um, could be anybody. Who's the guy that um, was before me? Oh, what was his name? Oh, that guy with the beard? He yeah. Was straight, no, not Christian or Ben, that, but there was one other guy. But, but anyway. You know what's funny about this? In our, one of our first ever episodes, we talk about how uh, Tumblr porn is the best porn. Now, oh, Tumblr yeah. is gone. Rest well, in peace. It had to go so somewhere. it's on Twitter now. Yeah. A lot is on yeah, yeah, Twitter. No, now so that Tumblr. You t- tell me like I know something new. I'm aware. But oh, only, I didn't know until only, very recently. The, the only thing about Twitter, the difference between Twitter and Tumblr porn, and we will deviate from our conversation. We'll just go there real quick. Uh, the anywhere. difference between Twitter and Tumblr porn is that um, uh, the people on Twitter are selling themselves for their OnlyFans account. So it's like 30 uh. seconds of porn or something. Tumblr used to give full on, you know. Mm. Yeah. You know, and they, people, those people aren't doing it for a business. It was just amateurs uploading their stuff and like saying, "Watch it, please." So, so, so this OnlyFans stuff is like you have to go onto this thing it's, and you have to like subscribe to these person. It's as people. if think about it this way: it's as if you have an Instagram account where right. you could post any video you wish <laughs> on your Instagram account, but to be a follower of someone on their OnlyFans account, you have to pay per month. So, so if you see someone with eighteen thousand followers on an OnlyFans account. Each one of those people are paying them monthly to view oh them. Oh my god! So they're making good money. At them. And Nathan right. and Nathan Bell told me forever that I couldn't. My boyfriend told me forever I couldn't have an OnlyFans account. And I explained the uh, the market financial strategy and how they make money. He said, "Get one today." And I said, <laughs> "I should have one." Oh my goodness! I mean, my word. The money you can make in the privacy of your own home, right? Uh, right? It, t- it, in 2019, there's no reason to say you're unemployed. I mean, <laughs> it's just like that chatterbait. What is that? Oh, that's a little thing um, uh, where people um, uh, have little cams, and they're cam, cam, cam models, they're called, but oh, yeah. uh, people tip uh, according to, I mean, I, I don't know exactly the, the, the number, but, um, but people tip. And they make tip lists about, you know, I'll show you my my junk for 50 tokens. And so people do this. And so that, and anyway. Shelly, I'll show you my junk for 50 tokens. No, but it's funny because. This, Is there any opportunity for lesbians to make any money? No, only, on OnlyFans, a lot of no, opportunities. Really, I've only seen it with men. On the Chatterbait. That's because you're on <laughs> old Twitter account. Please get your own. <laughs> on the Chatterbait, there are, there are uh, 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 um, pages. There's. For everybody, uh, just women, mm. um, men, couples, trans, mm. um, and so these people. But the thing about it was this friend of mine um, years ago was telling about that he was broke and he didn't have any way to make money. He wanted to make, So he started this little thing. Anyway, like, mm-hmm. he got his little friend to come over, his little straight friend. 
which God was straight. Anyway, long story short, this dude made like $1,000 in one night, basically, because <laughs> he got this supposedly straight guy to make out with him and stuff. Wait, was he straight? Well, I mean, I guess he was, but in my mind, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know. Okay, here I say. He wasn't that straight. <laughs> no. Yeah, if you're, he got, uh, uh, from what the dude told me, that things went a little far. That's why they made so much money. So, um, I'm sorry. I know that gen- gender and sexuality is fluid, but... It, and it contains fluids. But, I mean, if you get to the point to where you are um, actually having intercourse with somebody else, I think you're more bi than you're not straight anymore. Right. I mean, I just say that. But anyway, scale. I'm just saying, it was amazing to me and that... Um, just a little uh, bedtime story with Allison one I know. I'm just like... Really? And he made a thousand bucks? God. Oh, he said that. Well, isn't that like a big porn category? Like the straight man? Oh, Oh, it's my favorite, actually. It really is one of my, it's a near endeared subject matter. I mean, I know that it's like the big myth that we all want to change. That's the biggest thing about straight friends of mine who say, I don't want to, oh, I can't go out to a, um, I don't want to go out to a gay bar or go out to any place. Oh, what the man hit on me? I'm like, are you kidding? I mean, first of all, you're giving yourself a whole lot of credit. Yeah. I have found that in, in, in like, the gay male community that, like, the whole thing, you know, um, sort of flipping a straight man is, a, you know, more of a fantasy. Oh, but well, you when, know. If you talk to lesbians. No. That's everybody's like, straight women will break your heart. That's what you're going to hear. Well, straight men will, too. They're going to break your heart. Um, it's not worth it. It's heartache. And every... This is proven. My whole thing, and I, I, know, I know it's different and everything, but it's it's just the epitome of masculinity. I mean, the, a man, you want a man. I mean. Uh, oh, I see. I see what you mean. That's you what know. I think it is. Yeah. Personally for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like, it's, not, it's never been my, oh, I'm going to, yeah, that's, I've heard people, we're going to change him. We'll change Change him. Oh, I mean, he had to want to do it in the first place. It ain't you, bitch. Yeah, it I ain't mean, you. You've never that's pushed the needle too far. It ain't honey. you, the bitch. They was wanting to do it, Okay. Now, Chelly, do you have questions? Any questions you want to ask? I know, girl, stuff. I have no idea how the fuck we got into porn. I started talking about Twitter. Uh, do you have any questions you want to ask uh, Allison uh, as our new boss? Our producer. Producer. Um, I don't really think so. I didn't even know I was going to be on the podcast tonight. <laughs> Nobody knows until they're called. Hmm. Are you excited about me oh, being your yeah, producer? I, I, oh, well, yeah. I adore you, by the way. I think you're just one of the most wonderful people in the world. I really do. I just every time I see Chelly, I'm like, oh, it's Chelly. It's one of those people you just feel wonderful. You are. You oh, that's sweet. You. I mean, you. She's never. I've never seen her um, be um, mean. I mean, I'm sure you can be. I can be ugly. I, if I need be, but I, think, I don't normally. I think need. that. Um, but you seem to be. You, you light. Me, you light up a room. I you know. make me nervous. A little bit. No, not like severely. I just, I am a very domineering personality, but you also have that personality. What is your sign? I don't think so. I think that you match me in a little bit in energy levels, which oh. always gives me pause. I'm a Taurus. Libra rising, Scorpio moon. Are, is, is Taurus a, 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 an earth sign? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That feeds into my hmm. energy cycle. What's your, what's your I'm a Sagittarius. Sign? I'm a fire sign. Um. <laughs> what is your sign? Cancer. Cancer. Oh, that's Aww. right. We've had this conversation. It's your before. season. What's it's your sign, season. Dana? What is your sign? Cancer. When, when was your birthday? June twenty sixth. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So happy belated birthday. Also, yeah. uh, early birthday yeah. to you. Oh, oh yeah. Well, by yeah. the time this airs, it'll be long past. Long birthday. gone. She'll be drunk and over. Yeah. I like fire signs, though. I, I usually date fire signs. 
Does that really apply if, if somebody is like, if you, you really, you like somebody and then you find out, oh, what's your sign and it's not compatible, you're like. No, but I do find that like, you know, you do gravitate towards the same uh, kind of people yeah. over and over again. Oh I God. feel like I do. Yeah. And my last signs, boyfriend had a sign um, that did not agree with my sign. <laughs> Yeah, what happened? What was his sign? What was his sign? Uh, what is it? Well, Leo? Leo? Yeah. Two it is a very ago. complicated sign. <laughs> My mother's a Leo, so I know. <laughs> With the right, what, so I don't understand all that. What, I think we talked about this a little bit on a podcast. It actually did, it didn't, it didn't make it on the podcast. How do you have a rising? I'm How do you rising, know right you're rising? The rising sign is based on... Um, the exact time you were born, it's where the horizon was at oh. that exact moment. It can um, be, it, your rising sign can be how you are perceived by others, but not your true personality or something. Yeah, it's how you filter the world and how others see you. Perceive you. It's yeah. not like it's your percep- true It is perception-based and not reality. Does anybody still read the horoscopes anymore? I don't see them in the paper. like they horror? Horoscopes. <laughs> you ever read my horoscope? <laughs> Whatever they call them, those little things you used to read in the paper by the funny page. Yes, uh, mine were like you would have a one-star day or a two-star day or a four-star yeah. or five-star day. I have a five-star day every time. Is that still day. a thing? Do people still – I guess you get them online now, don't you? The CoStar um, app. I, yeah. Yep. CoStar app is really we're big right now. Co-Star we are. We are. Me and Dana are friends with I have the CoStar app. You're not my friend. CoStar is known. It will it's awesome. call you out. Mm-hmm. It will read you to filth. Oh, my yep. goodness. It will, I mean, today, I believe so CoStar. So, you're suggesting I get on there. I don't be read to filth. <laughs> well, you have to put, you, if I remember when I joined, I you, have to give your, <laughs> you have to give the time of day. I get read for filth born, anyway. I don't need to go on no app. Kind of I don't need to go on no app to get read you for gotta filth. you got to know what, uh, like, time it was when yeah. you were born. I do know. It said it's possible to make human relations feel good again. That's what it told me today. Wow, that's necessary for you. It's possible. I don't know if that's true, but it's that's not possible. true. But it, I, well, uh, have you ever dated anybody with a weird sign? I don't even ask. I, I'm telling you, I never. I don't even really. It's not I read. Even, I bet you know, if you I read, go back and figure it out. You might see. Patterns. I probably I could. Read, I read mine and then I read Nathan's. I'm like, I need to know. I don't even, says. that's not even uh, on my radar. I don't, it doesn't even, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm not, what is it? Uh, in tune with, I don't, it's never been an issue to me. Dana, do you ever read I thought, I thought it was mumbo jumbo actually. actually. I have the, uh, the co-star app and I, you know, <gasps> I, 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 I attempt to. I found you. <laughs> To heed its advice when mm. necessary. It's, Listen, I just know what a, yeah. I just learned what a podcast was. What am I doing with all this <laughs> other stuff? Co-star, what, what? Before we, I am done with you, Alice in Wonderland, you will be a full, uh, like, ethereal goddess that, like, reads people's auras. Oh, good night. Why do I care about people's auras? <laughs> I just want to drink. They'll affect the color of yours. It's a whole thing. You know, uh, I have a client... Uh, who I actually saw today, Jane, uh, Jana, I love you, Jana Vickers. Um, she will read your aura and all that kind of stuff. She, I mean, that's wonderful. She'll tell you about yourself. I mean, it's really just psychology, and so it's always oh, interesting to mm-hmm. learn about sure. how, what, it know, is how pers- people tick. It and, is right. just the way in which you're being perceived by others, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. There's an app called The Pattern that's really, really, really good, too. 
That's it's an astrology app, but it's more about your behavior patterns, and it's 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 more psychological rather than horoscopes. Oh, interesting. So this uh, like podcast, I'm sorry, we deviated to a little far. You can also into, tell a lot about people the by their garbage, can't you? Oh, the garbage can. That <laughs> it, from the first episode of uh, Tales of the City, yeah. they are looking into people's garbage. Anyway, uh, about garbage, this podcast. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> We'll continue on after this month. This isn't our last one, but this is the last one of our recording season. Uh, we started last August in 2018 with five episodes. Uh, we end with our last episode in August with the Focus Awards around the corner. Right. A couple weeks away. Um, what is our goal for the podcast going forward? Uh uh, 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 well, now let me tell you, Goldie. <laughs> now, I think our goal should be um, at least, and we shall keep uh, keep the wonderful momentum we have uh, started, and uh, only make it bigger and better. Yeah, and uh, and and include uh, all kinds of uh, wonderful, diverse people into our um, wonderful. Um, um, family, if you want. Is that normal? I would love to do some live shows. Let's do live. I've been be... suggesting live shows. You have. Time. Well, let's let's think about it. Um, Dana, is there? Where do you see the direction of this podcast now that you're letting go of it as its leader? Um, I I see wonderful things in its future. Um, I and I think Shelly mentioning like wanting to do live things, and I I'm so sorry that it didn't work oh, out I... you know, for us to do that. But no, I think that's that's awesome, and I think um, I think it's only gonna gonna get better from here. I hope that in the future of this podcast that we uh, interview uh, more people of color, mm, more uh, more outright queer people who don't align with Allison and I's background because a lot of the people who we've been able to get as guests align to right, our right. ideas. I'd like people to challenge us in uh, what we think and what we say. And uh, I think that by Allison and I being challenged as to uh, people who are figureheads in this community, other people in this community will continue to be challenged. I think so, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and until next time, I'm Goldie D. I'm Alice in Wonderland. I'm Dana. I'm Chelly. And you can catch us all at the Focus Awards oh, 2019, right. Friday. August 23rd at Ballet Memphis. At Ballet, Ballet Memphis. Memphis. Buy your tickets early, buy your tickets now. Uh, and until the next uh, year, because we're ending our year in August here. Uh, it's been a great pleasure. Thank you so much from myself. Yes. And thank you. Thank you for the keep listening. Tell your friends. Uh, this has uh, one last time been an episode of Refocus. Yay! Refocus is brought to you by Focus Mid-South Magazine. Episodes are hosted by Goldie D. and Alice in Wonderland. Music for this episode is Everybody Dance All Night Garage Mix by Pierlo, featuring Alexia D. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. Stitcher.